Okay, today's daf is Trumas daf Samach, and we are on uh, Nun Tesma Beis, right by the, uh, the Gemara. And as we said, today we're going to talk about the Machlokas between Rabbi Meir and the Chachamim uh, that came up in the beginning of yesterday's Mishnah. The Mishnah started off on Nun Tesem and Aleph, discussing what happens if an employer gives an, his employees uh, Truma. He wasn't supposed to, and um, it uh, was a shogig, and they ate the Truma. Uh, who has to um, pay the Karen? So the Chomesh was clear. The Chomesh has to be d- given by the um, workers, and they have to pay the Kohen, because they ate it, and they have to pay the Chomesh. Uh, maybe that's really also what uh, the Ramam was alluding to with his ancient Shliach Ledvar Avera comment uh, in the Pirish of Mishnayis on the, on the Mishnah. <clears throat> but in terms of the Karen, we had a Machlokas. Reb Meir says that the employer pays straight to the owner, Right, who The employer pays the owner, and then uh, the workers. I'm sorry. The employer pays the kohen, and the workers pay the chomesh to the kohen. That's Rabbi Meir. And the chumim say no. The chumim say that the workers pay everything. The workers pay the karen and the chomesh to the kohen, and then the bailim, the uh, employer, just pays them back. So what exactly is the machlokas? Both of them say that the workers have to pay the Chomesh, and the workers don't get paid back for that Chomesh. So the workers are definitely going to lose the Chomesh. And the Karen, what's the difference between the uh, workers paying the Kohen or, and getting paid back by the uh, owner, by the employer, uh, or, or the other way, or the uh, uh, employer paying directly to the Kohen? So what's the difference? That's what the Gemara is going to go into right now. So the Gemara says, Harabi Meir, Amr Mishalman, Rabbanan Amr Mishalman. So they both they both are going to end up with the same money, no? Where mayor says, Mishalman pay, the owner pays, the employer pays to the Kohen, and the Rabbanan say that the employer pays to the worker, after the workers pay the Kohen. So what's the difference? So what's the nafkamina? what's the machlokas between them? So the Gemara is going to have three suggestions. What exactly is the machlokas between them? Number one, Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Argirsa, Iker Suda Beinehon. The Iker Suda is between them. That's the nafkamina. What does this mean? So the way that um, Rav Chaim Kedievsky and the other Mepharshim on the page uh, explain it means uh, when the employer has to um, supply lunch for the workers, does he have to give them food? Or do, could he just give them money? That's the question. Iker su'ude b'nehon. Remeir oma, Remeir who says, remember, what does Remeir say? That the employer just pays straight to the Kohen. Food. Right, he gives the Kohen chulin misukanim sheruim lios kodesh. While the Chacham say, no, the, the, the employer just gives money to the workers. After the workers are the ones that have to pay. So our mayor holds that the uh, Balabayas has to supply the food. Has to supply the food. And we will see, and we will see about the Shem later on uh, today's daf, that if somebody promises to sell something to someone else and they sell the wrong thing, so they have to make it up with, an, with the object, not just give money back. They have to give the object. So here, um, if it's considered as if the owner, the balabayas, the employer, gave the workers the wrong thing, so he has to resupply them with, the, with food. So here the food is going to end up going to the Kohen. So he pays the Kohen in lieu of the workers. 
Right, but the, the, the root of the machlokas is, is that the balavais really has to supply food to the worker, and, uh, he now has to resupply because of the mistake that he made. So he gives it straight to the Kohen, but he's really paying on the behalf of the workers. Verabanan Amr, no, Iker Suda Lapolin. The Rabbanan say, no, the Iker Suda, the workers, the workers get, make their own food and get their own food, and they just get paid money by the employer. So it's just about money. So so too. So what happens if he gets truma by mistake? So the workers are going to have to figure that out and pay the kohen. And the balabayas, the employer has to just give them money. So the root of that machlokas is damim or uh, ochel. You see the bottom of the Rav Chaim Kedievsky in Nutasman base, Iker Suda Benehon, Achar Mi Torach Suda. To the Rabbi Meir, balabayas, Sarach Letroach, Ulachin Lehem Suda. The Eni Yochol Afra Mehem Bedamim. The balabayas can't just give them money. The Choser, or Balabayas, or Mishan Lekohen, says that the Balabayas, uh, just gives food straight to the Kohen, while our mayor says no, it's just, uh, workers. Interesting, the difference between paying money and paying food, this is workers. But we have a story about Aniyam. Right, we know giving the Ani, giving the Ani. Interesting, on Purim we have, uh, Mishloach Manos and Matanos Lavionim. Right, which is uh, our two connected mitzvos um, in the psukim and in and in chazal. So to rich people we give food, and to poor people we give money. So it could be because the mafarshim explained because a, a rich person, you know, he has everything already that he needs. So you give him money. Suppose he's going to do with money. Let's just put it in his bank account. So you give him something. You give him a dessert. And he's going to love that. But in ani, you have no idea what the ani has and what he needs. Ani would rather have money. So then he could uh, figure out exactly what he's going to, to use it for. You might give the honey something that he has no use for because you don't know what he has and what he doesn't have. Um, but that's, that's food and uh, the, the double takana durabanan is both to give food and money. Uh, but for an ani, generally, it's an ani, if an ani comes to the door, you know, sometimes if he doesn't have food, it's good to give them, at least in the days of old. Probably today, they don't want food. They'd rather just take money. But... Uh, but the, in the days of old, maybe it was better to get food. And that's the story, if you remember, of Marukva and his wife. Remember the Gemara in Ksubis, Staf Samach Zion in, in the Bavli, where every day Marukva used to leave money for a poor man on this doorknob, uh, outside his door, and they used to run away. So the poor man never knew uh, who was giving the money. That's one of the highest levels. The Ramam talks about the different levels of staka. So one of the high levels is anonymous. Anonymous in both directions. And if not, at least anonymous on, on one side. So here the Ani didn't know. Never knew who it was. Right? Every day he used to throw him four zuz uh, at the doorway. One day the Ani says, you know what? I want to know who's doing this for me. So I can say thank you. And that day, it happened to be there, but Marukva was late. And that day, his wife came with him. His wife was walking with him to go put the money by the, by the, by the poor. Right when the Ani peeked out the window and saw people coming, so he looked outside to see who it was. But they don't want to be noticed, so they start running away. So Marukva and his wife start running away from the Ani. Right, what they do, they went this way, they went that way, they finally came to a dead end, and there was only a bakery there, and they jumped into an oven that had been, was still boiling hot, but had been swept out. The fire still wasn't on. Marukva's feet started burning him. He was like jumping up and down because his feet were burning him. He was in the, this burning hot oven. So his wife says, put your feet on mine. 
Put your feet on mine. So you can picture one of the great Amoram, Mar Ukva, right? He's in an oven. His wife is standing there and he has his toes on his wife's toes. They're in the middle of this oven. And then after they got out, I guess the only left, Chalosh Adatoy, he got depressed. He's like, I sit and learn all day. My wife is doing other things. And she's on a higher level, obviously, because her feet aren't getting burned. So, I'm in the house, and the Hana'a for the Ani is closer. That's the line. What does that mean, Mekar Hanasi? Rashi. Hanasi Mizumenes. Shani Mechalekes Lechem Ubasar Vamelech. I give the Ani bread and meat and salt. You just give money. They have to go buy. But I give them food. So that's more valuable for them. And that's why my stock is on a higher level. And that's why my feet weren't being burnt. Uh, but the Gemara learns from here, it's the context of the Gemara, uh, better to give oneself over and be burned than to embarrass somebody. Like by Tamar and Yehuda. But that's the uh, story with food and money relating to uh, tzedakah. But this is the first shot of the Gemara. What's the machlok? It's about Iker Suda Beinehon. If you look in Rabbi Yosef Engel, the Gilyoni Ashas. Gilyoni Ashas is his safer, not the Gilyoni Ashas. That's Rabbi Kiveger. The Gilyoni Ashas, Rabbi Yosef Engel. So he has comments on Bavli, but he also has comments on Yerushalmi. So in the after Azra, after uh, Brachus, uh, so he has uh, 30 pages or even more on Yerushalmi. So there in Yerushalmi and Trumas, he quotes this line and he thinks, he says, I think you have to, uh, to uh, the opposite girsa. He doesn't like this pshat. Uh, he says, you have to have the opposite girsa. Iker suda benehon, and he explains. He says, Mayor Omer, the Iker Suda is to the Poalin. And the Rabbanans say Iker Suda is to the Balabayas. Why? And what's the Machlokas? Vahapirish Pligi, Imasuda, Shahapoalim Ochlim, Eitzel Balabayas, He shall Balabayas. The Et Shalo, Heim Ochlin, when the workers eat the food that the Balabayas gave them. Is that the Balabayas' food that they are eating? Ohi Shalahem. Or, they get the food, and now they eat it. Right? Similar discussion, we discussed this a long time ago in other contexts, in Evan Ezer, on, on the page of the Shulchan Aruch, there's a discussion. When you eat at somebody's house, and they put something in front of you, and you're about to eat it, is that yours? Is that yours now, that you're eating, that they gave you, or that's the Balabais' food that they're letting you eat? Not enough gaminas. What if I want to, you know, there are two guests over at the, at the house. There's a single guy and a single girl. And all of a sudden, the guy takes his grapefruit that he was just, he was about to eat and says, Hari Amakudashesli, without getting into the, let's say it's a weekday. You don't have to worry about getting married on Shabbos. Hari Amakudashesli, big grapefruit's there. So is that, is it his or not? Is it his? Does it belong to the guest? Does it belong to the host? Right? Uh, what happens if the guest wants to take doubles? Right? The, uh, big discussion in the, uh, in the post of whose it is. Based on a, uh, earlier uh, sources. But the Gilyon Ashas gives a similar shot here. It says, when the Balabais gives the food, is it the Balabais' food that they are eating or not? He says, V'nafkemina, what's the, what's the nafkemina? Obviously, like I just said, L'nim kidesh ha-poel, isha besuda, if the poel is b'kadesh and isha. But he says, but let me explain now. V'tzorach b'yer, what's the machlogas about? V'svir le'lu Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir, according to the girsa that's flipped, Rabbi Yosef Engel says, according to Rabbi Meir, who says, Iker suda the poelim, it means the poelim own it. Right when the Balabayas gives the food, which happened to be truma in this case to the workers, it switches Rishus. He gives it to them, it's going to be theirs. 
It says, if he sold it to them, then he has to give a tashlum to the, uh, to the shevet kitin gazlan. And therefore he's chayev to, and that's why the, right when he is motzi at Rebbe Meir holds that the, it goes to the, Poalim, and right when they, uh, the, uh, ba- the employer gives it to them, there's an act of gzela going on. But Re- the Rabbanan say no. Su'udu shal balabayis, meaning until they eat it, it still belongs to the balabayis. V'nim sa shalahotzi atrumen mershusa klum. V'inkan ragufa achila. V'kiven shal achila haisa min ha'polin. Since the polin did the achila, they're the ones that have to pay. They're the ones that have to pay. So according to Rabbi Meir, the balabayis has to pay because he's the one that was motzi l'gezel. Right when he gave it to them. And according to the Rabbana, no. It's their, uh, Iker, the, the Suda is Le Paulin. They're the ones that, I'm sorry, the, yeah, the, uh, the Iker Suda is Le Paulin. They're the ones that are eating it. Uh, okay, so he switches the girsa based on his own svara, but again, we have the other girsa and we gave one shot in that. So, shot number one, what are they arguing about in the Mishnah? And again, what, what's the Machlogas of Mishnah? Let's just remember, the Rameyer says, right, in a case where an employer gave his workers food that ended up being truma, Rameyer says, the employer gives, pays straight to the Kohen, Chulun Misukanim, and the Rabbanan say, no, the workers pay the Kohen, and the employer just pays them back, pays them back with money. The Chomesh, either way, the workers have to pay the Kohen. Number one. Number two, Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish Omer, Rish Lakish says, different shot, really... Really, everybody agrees the Iker Sud is the Balabais. Everybody agrees that the Balabais, let's go, go back to the first shot that we said, the Balabais has to supply his workers with lunch, with food. Everybody agrees to that. The Machlokas is Tfela Beneihon. The Machlokas is who has to be Metapel? Machlokas is just a question of who has to be Metapel, um, and involved with getting the Kohen and who, and, and being Torech and getting the Kohen his stuff. Or Mayor Omer Tfela Balabais. Or Mayor says that the, um, involvement has to be the balabayas has that chiyuv in order to get it to the to the uh, to the kohen. That's tefila. While the uh, the rabbanan army tefila the poalim. No, the the uh, tircha has to go to the poalim. See the Rav Chaim again uh, explains it. The second wide line. Remeir Amar tefila the balabayas. Remeir says the tefila the uh, involvement is, is to the balabayas. And look what he connects it to. To Remeir Da, in this is Rabbi Meir Shita. Remeir Da Antina de Garmi. Ooh, Babakama. Remeir holds of Garmi, among other Tanam. Remeir is the one that says, Yechayev and Garmi. And this is really Garmi. The, the owner, the employer caused the workers a loss. The Kiva de Balabai is Garam Lahem Zeha Hefsid. Since he caused them the loss, Hunami Pore Lahem, Bechulim Misukanim. So he has to, he has to take care of it. So he's the one that has to be Metapel, right? Tfeil Labalabais. He's the one that is, uh, has to be involved because of, of, uh, the Shita of Garmi of Rabbi Meir. And the Rabbanan say, no, Garmi is not, is Pater. And therefore, uh, the, the, the um, Balabais is, is more Grama, and therefore he doesn't have to be Metapel, and he just to, uh, pay them back in the, in the, uh, in the end. The Paulim him shachlos a truma. Vedinta shlumi truma layu deramya. Fine. Garmi is a huge topic, as we know the Ramban wrote a whole kuntris, kuntris dina de Garmi, a whole separate topic of Garmi, talking about all the cases in Shas, 
relating to nezek, damages, direct damage, indirect damage, or something in the middle. Garmi is something in the middle. If you remember examples of Garmi, if I uh, take a, sh- a document that says that somebody owes you money and I burn it. So it's, uh, I, I burned your paper of yours. It's just paper. But that was a raya shabo. Now you can't collect. You know, so I did a direct damage to you. But it wasn't direct to the money. I didn't burn the money. I didn't burn the item. So that's an example of, of Garmi. And there are other examples of Gemara Babakama Dafkuf gives, um, tries to find the example of, of Garmi, where I have a, the maskana is mechitza sakerem shenifritza. If I have a vineyard and there was a fence between my vineyard and your tvua, and the fence fell down, and I was told to build up the fence again, and I said, "No, I'm never building the fence again." So then my vines go in and attack halachically your tvua, and it ends up being kileyakerem. So again, cases of of garmit. That's what the Rav Chagadeski connected to. But others say no. It just means in terms of who has the tircha. If you look at the Marafulda, he just connects it to who has the tircha to be um, to. Give to the Kohen the Chulam Musukanim. That is all Pshat number two. So is the Machloka about Iker Suda? Is the Machloka about Tfela? Uh, before we get to number three, the Gemara says, Rabbi Avoh, B'Shem Rabbi Shimon Lakish, Halamaze He gives a comparison on our Mishnah. Our Mishnah is similar to our Mishnah that says that the employer gave the wrong thing to the workers. He gave them Truma. Lamaze Dome, Lamocher Chefetz Lachaveiro, Venimsa Shena Shalom. A case where I sell you something, and it ended up not being mine. I wasn't allowed to sell it to you. So what's the halacha there? So the original owner is going to take it from the buyer. So I, the false seller, has to supply you again with an item. Not just give you the money back. I have to supply you with an item. Right? And therefore, um, that's what our Mishnah is like. Right? The employer has to resupply. So the Gemara says, oh, this is the mashal given to our Mishnah. So we had two days about what the Machlokas is about. We had Rabbi Yochanan, Iker Suda, we had Rish Lakish, Tfela. So if you say like Rish Lakish, Is Amris, if you say this mashal, if Rabbi Yavahu said this mashal, within the Reish Lakish Pshat, that everybody agrees that Iker Suda is on the Balabayas and the Machlokas is about who has to be involved, then Nicha, that I understand that both Shittas in the Mishnah could fit into this mashal. Because again, according to uh, Reish Lakish, both hold that fundamentally the Balabayas has to supply food. And the Machlokas is who has to be Toreach to, to uh, bring it to the, to the Kohen. So then the mushal of that, uh, that the Gemara gives here makes sense for both Shittas, right? Because what does the, what does the mushal say? Our mission is like a case where you sold the wrong thing. And if you sell the wrong thing, you have to resub, not the wrong thing, you sold something that wasn't yours. So once that was taken by the original owner, then you have to give, uh, supply another item to the buyer. But but if you say like Rabbi Yochanan's pshat, Omar who says the so then only Rabbi Meir, only Rabbi Meir is the one that says that you have to supply food in this case. So only according to Rabbi Meir would the parallel work. If I sell something of yours that's not mine, and eventually the original owner takes it, then I have to give you the item again, not just give you your money back. So that's what Rabbi Meir said in the Mishnah. So Gemara says, you're right. Gemara says... Uh, so our answer is Karibi Mayor Itamar, right? It was said like Rebbe Mayor. You're right. The mushal was given uh, for Rebbe Mayor Shita um, and not for both Shitas. Okay, that is all number two. Second idea. Third idea, what the Pshat of the Machloka says. Rebbe Avo, B'Shem, Rebbe Yossi, Ben Hanina, Shevach Su'uda Be'Nehon. The Shevach, the appreciation of the Suda. 
What does that mean? The Gemara explains. Bishapasak iman lahachilan dubshane chulin vachilan dubshane truma. I explicitly said, you didn't have to explicitly say, uh, it's kind of, you know, obvious that you're not going to give them truma if they're not going him. But the case is, the, the, the Gemara uses the Lushan. You said you're going to give them dubshani. Dubshani is some type of, uh, of, um, baked good with oil and with and with uh, honey, right, from the word dvash. So dvshani chulin, you said you're going to give them chulin, and it said you gave them truma. So what's the machlokas about? So first you see the marafold of pshat. Uh, Rebbe Meir says, right, truma, as we mentioned, is worth less, because there are less people that, that are going to buy it. Only Khanim are going to buy truma, not Yisraelim. So what happened here? The balabais, the employer has to give them food, has to give them lunch. So he gave them lunch, but he gave them truma, which is worth less. So now... They have to pay the Kohen, and then he has to pay his workers. So what's the, what's the halacha? So Rabbi Meir holds, uh, you read in the Marafolda, Shevach Labalabayas. The in-between amount is Labalabayas. Klomar, Habalabayas, Mishalem, Lakoin, Karshine, Truma. All the Balabayas has to give to the Kohen is substitute replacement value for what he gave the workers, which is value of Truma. Truma value. Verabanan Savri, the Rabbanan say, no, no, no. The workers are going to make a buck here because they were supposed to have been got. They were supposed to get chulin food. Instead, they got truma food. You didn't give me everything I was supposed to get. The workers could say you were supposed to give me regular food. So the rabbanan sabri hashavach lapolim hein mishalmim lakaren kashine truma. They the workers. The workers are going to make some money off of this a little bit. The workers are going to pay the kohen kashine truma, right? The amount of the uh, truma because that's what they ate. So that's what they have to pay. But the balabayas has to pay them. Chulin value. Chulin value. Because that's what he agreed to give them. So the difference would go to the Paulim. So again, according to this shot, Rabbi Meir says that the Balabayas is going to win here. Right? Because he, he's going to, meaning he's going to save some, he's going to save the difference. He should have given them Chulin food. Instead he gave them Truma food. He gave them Truma food. He's going to pay directly the truma value to the Kohen, and that's it. So he's going to save the difference between the truma and the and the chulin. While the the chacham say no, the workers are going to get the difference. Therefore, they pay the Kohen the truma value, and the balabayas, the employer, is going to have to give them the va- the difference of the value uh, between chulin and truma. Chulin and truma. Other mafarshim have other pshatim, um, but we'll go with abshat. Says the Gemara. One second. The next question is on the mushal that we just gave. Going back on what we said before, that the, um, well, or Rabbi Yochanan, I'll leave it to Rabbi Meir, Parech, that's what Rabbi Chaim Kodiefsky says, but let's read the words. The question is, Vlokfar Achlo? What does that mean? Did, wasn't it already eaten? If the parallel of our Mishnah is to the case where somebody sold something that wasn't his, and then what happens? The original owner, original owner comes and takes it, takes the item, and then I have to supply another item. But here, and therefore the, 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 uh, the buyer, the buyer who bought something that was not really, he was allowed to buy, has nothing. Right? I sold something that wasn't mine. And then the original owner comes and takes it. So I have to supply the buyer with a, a whole new item. But here, here the workers, is that an exact parallel case? Where I gave the workers something that I wasn't supposed to give, but the workers ate it. If the workers ate it, they, they got hana from it. I'm gonna have to resupply the whole thing. Resupply the whole thing. So, so why should that be? Right? The, the, um, you know, they, they already got hana from it. So it shouldn't be that I have to pay. It's not exact parallel. Right? It's not, um, it's not something that I should have to pay everything for. And the Gemara answers, 
Keman de Amar Tfalim Nafsho Shal Adam Chata Mehen. One line of kind of Agarata, but it's, it's Halacha. When a person eats not kosher, they don't get any Hanah from that. Right? Tvalim, it's Tevel, but it's really any type. So you say, oh, they ate the Truma, so they got Hanah. It's not a parallel to as if, as if the item is still here. No. When somebody eats Truma, they don't get any Hanah from that. Right? Nafsho Shaladam, the soul of a person, uh, writhes and jumps back from, from it. Chatamehen. And therefore it's Kilu that it wasn't eaten, and that's why you have to pay in, in, uh, full. The Radvaz, this is quoted in the Rambam. It's quoted in the Rambam. And the Radvaz, on the Perek Yud of Hilchos Trumos. I think we read this last time. Right? Hamachal is Paul of Ezarachav Truma. If somebody feeds their workers Truma, Haim, Mishalm, and Karen Vachomesh, so the workers have to pay, like the Shita the Chachamim, like Ezra B. Mayer. Right? The workers pay the Kohen everything. They were shogeg. The who and the balabayas, the employer, has to pay them. Pay them back. Mishayim lehem demei sudasan. He pays them back the demei of their suda. She demei hachulin yeserin midemei atruma sheachlu. So this is, uh, you know, how the Ramam reads this line of the Gemara. She davar ha'aser nafsho shal adam chatamimenu. Person is writhes away from it. So that's the radvaz. But the workers didn't know about it. They didn't know about it when they ate it. They didn't know it was also when they ate it. So we still say nafsho shal adam. Right, the chata. So vikal ametak as the radvaz. I yadi paul imshi truma. If they knew it was truma, vachlu be mezid and they ate mezid. So then they shouldn't have to pay anything because there's no karen achomesh for eating mezid. The im lo yad ushihi truma. And if they didn't know before they ate it, hechi shayach lomar nafsho shal adam chata b'truma. So what does this mean? The answer is when they found out about it. If even if somebody if somebody eats something not kosher and then they find out they ate not kosher, then they're going to be disgusted and they're going to look back. Right? You saw Kedoshim Haim and think that they didn't get any on from it. And it's not called an achila. So it's an exact parallel to the case where you sold something and the original owner comes and takes it. Um, so here too. It's as if it wasn't eaten. It's as if it wasn't eaten because there was no hana that was uh, that was gone. Right? This relates to something that we discussed often, but uh, the Rambam, the Rambam, and the Shulchan Aruch quotes it in Choshen Mishpat Reish Lamedala. That's a whole simon about if you sold something that was not kosher, that was aser. What is the halacha? So if you remember, the Rambam is machalik, and the Shulchan Aruch quotes this in Halacha Sif Beis and Sif Gimel. It depends if it was aser daraisa or aser darabanan. If something was Asr Daraisa, if I saw, I sold you apples that were Asr Daraisa, I sold you apples of Arla, and you ate them, and then we find out that it was Arla, do I have to pay you, give you your money back? So the, the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch say, if it was Asr Daraisa, yes, if it was Asr Darabana, no. If it was Asr Daraisa, then you have to give your money back. It was a totally mechatos, you ate something that was, the Torah says is Asr, but if it was Asr Darabana and you ate it, so then, uh, one doesn't have to, uh, you don't have to pay him back. You don't have to pay him back. The question is, why not? Well, what's the difference? That's the language of the, uh, the Shacharach. Why wouldn't you have to pay him back? L'chore e'en amuvan. Ask the Nesivas. They are reish lama dalad gimel. Kiva da mekach batel havi kemazik o ka'ochel shalob mekach. Right, so the, the whole mekach is batel. V'lama yitztarech l'shem yosim yishavyo. It's a separate question. But v'yefshar, then he says, di'af to be isurei Torah. Af ochlan b'shogeg tzara kapara v'tshuva lagin al yisurin. Explains the deceivers. Even though if I do an isa daraisa b'shogeg, I need kapara for that. B'kamakom b'yisurei darabanan ain't tzara shum kapara o k'ilu lo avar dami. It's the chiddush of the deceivers to explain the shulchan aruch. 
In Isid Rabbanan B'Shogeg is not Navera. You don't need any Kapara for an Isid Rabbanan B'Shogeg. In Isid Daraisa B'Shogeg, you have to bring a Chatas, you have to bring a Kapara for that. So here, where they, when somebody eats non-kosher Daraisa, so that's eating non-kosher. And therefore it's a Mechatos and you get your money back. But non-kosher Durabanan, you don't need Kapara, which means, you know, you didn't, you don't, you didn't really do an Avera. Elavade, and, and he quotes, he goes to arrive from Erevin, Elavade, Deinon, and Ashklal, Alashogig, Beisadurabanan. Varyu Kala Ochel, it's to the eater, Kiilu, Achal, Kshera. So if he ate kosher, AVA kosher, that's the deceivers. Wow. So the Meshachachma uses this in Parsha Shoftim, where he says, because by Yisura Daraisa, the, the atoms themselves are inherently poisonous for my neshama. And therefore, I didn't have era. By Durabanant, it's more about the Yisura Gavri. So more about just listening to the Rabbanan. If I have to listen to the Rabbanan, so by Shogig, I didn't not listen to the Rabbanan. So I don't need Kapara for that. Again, a large, uh, part of a larger topic, but it relates to this line right here. So I saw in the back, this, in the Sefer, Shalom Yerushalayim, he says, so maybe it should be Mechalik between Shumat Arais and Shumat Rabbanan. This whole principle of Nafshu Shaladam Chatamian, or maybe only applies to Shumat Araisa. But Shumat Rabbanan, maybe not. But he says, ah, but the Gemara's Amachalik, maybe it's a low plug, Shumat Shuma, but, uh, he at least brings up that issue and the Chilik that the, uh, the Nesivas makes. Okay. Let's continue. Back to our Mishnah. Remember the Mishnah said, if a coin has Shuma, he's maktish it to the base of Megdash. Shumas hektish. And then somebody steals it and eats it. So Yisrael eats Shumas hektish. So he did two Averis. He ate Shuma and he ate hektish. So we would think with the Pashtus of the Mishnah, what the Mishnah say? The Pashtus of the Mishnah was that he's Chayiv. Um, I'll read the line. Gone of Shumas hektish. Two Chomishes and one Karen. You don't pay kefel because there's no kefel by hektish. So you pay a karen and you have two chomishes. One chomish for the truma, one chomish for the hektish. So the Gemara says, I'm Rabbi Yanei, Yanei says really it's referring to two different cases. It's not the same case. Two different cases. When are you chay of the chomshin? Two different cases. Im What if I ate a little bit? I ate a little bit. I, it was a kezayis, but it wasn't worth a pruta. It wasn't worth a pruta. So for eating, for eating truma, it goes by kezayis. Is it a maizachila? We know from elsewhere that the iser of me'ila benefiting from the base of Mignosh is only if I benefit a pruta's worth of benefit. So, says the Gemara. These are the cases, says Rabbi Yana, I referred to in the Mishnah. If it was a kezayis and it was not worth a shev pruta, so then mishalim, we switch the girsa. L'shevet. Because then I did a maizachila, so I'm chayef for truma, so I have to pay the kohanim, but I didn't do an iser of me'ila, so then right, it wasn't a shev and the other way, what if it was worth a shavapruta? It was a tiny piece of food, but it was really good. So it was worth a shavapruta, but it was not, it wasn't the size of a kezayis. So I didn't do a maisachila. So then, mishalem le hekdish. Switch the girsa. So then I did a isra mi'ila, because it was worth a pruta, but it wasn't a kezayis. So I didn't do a maisachila. And what about both? Yeshbo kezayis v'yeshbo shavapruta. So the way Rabbiani understands the Mishnah, is it was both. A regular case. You ate a piece of food that was a kezayis, that was a sharapruta, and it was truma and hektish. So Rabbiana assumes you can never pay more than one chomesh for one karen. Again, against the pashup shot of our Mishnah. Rabbiana says you can only pay one chomesh for one karen. So here, the karen is for sure going to go to the hektish. Right, because the, the Kohen at Shuma, when he made it into Hektish, he was basically saying that su- supersedes and that subsumes the Kedusha of Truma. Right, Hektish is more Chomer. So if I eat Shuma's Hektish, I have to pay the Karen to Hektish. What about the Chomesh? 
Who do I pay the chomesh to? Because I get the two averis here. Who do I pay? I only pay one chomesh. The Mishnah sounds like you pay two chomshin. But Rabbi Yana said you only pay one chomesh. So who does it go to? Machlokas. Shimon barva b'shem Rabbi Yochanan, m'shalim l'kodesh. You pay to hektish. Just like the Karen goes to hektish, the chomesh goes to hektish. Rabbi Yochanan amar. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, m'shalim l'shevet. No, the Kohen. You pay to the Kohen. Am Reb Zira. Why does Reb Zira explains the first shita? Why would the chomesh go to the base hamikdash? Gezeres hakasafi. The ish kiyoch hakodesh bishkaga lamakom shakaren mahalech sham hachomesh mahalech. Wherever the Karen's going, the chomesh is going. The chomesh, by definition, has to be attached to the Karen. Right, it's a quarter, it's a chomesh of the karen. And therefore, if the karen is going to the hektish, so the chomesh has to go to the hektish too. That's what the first opinion holds. That's what Shimon Barfab Shimon Rabbi Yochanan holds. But the other sheet of Rabbi Yochanan uh, says, no, the karen could go to the base of Migdash while the chomesh goes to the kohanim. Right, there's no problem with that. Okay, we'll have to see more sheetas about this topic with Hashem in the coming days. Okay, we'll stop here.